Welcome to Keys to Your First Rental, the private podcast designed exclusively for soon-to-be real estate investors. If you've dreamt of owning rental properties, you're in the right place. Join Gabby as she sits down with investor clients who share how the Real Estate Bay Agency has taken them from confused to closed. From finding the perfect location, to analyzing rental markets, to securing financing and placing tenants. We equip clients with tools and strategies to make their real estate dreams a reality. Here are their stories. Hello, hey. How's it going? I'm like, it's why is my face literally in the screen? Okay. <laughs> Let me get the girls a filter. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep the filter on, child. Listen. Gotta keep. It's been. It's been a. What is today? It's been a Wednesday. Listen, it's been a day. Yeah. Thank you, you so much. Big words. You said what? I heard you on here with your big words, girl. Girl, all out of context. In the dichotomy of the spirit <laughs> of the girl. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, no, I'm really excited to chat with you tonight. Thanks for doing this and hanging out with us for a little bit on social. Um, for the people that don't know you, can you give us a quick update on who you are and what you do um, as well? Yeah, yeah. So hey, everybody who doesn't know me, hey to the people who do know me, hey Marvin. Uh, my name is Maya Elias. I am the CEO of Go to Impact, which is a coaching and consulting company that works with women of faith who want to sell a high-end service by packaging up their expertise and really learning how to master their message and get better at sales. So if you are an expert and you're trying to monetize your expertise, that is what we love helping people do at my company. I love that. I forgot to tell you that one of my clients, I was walking through Impact Weekend and one of my clients was like, hey, I'm a client. I was like, no, you're not. And then she said her name. I was like, oh my oh. God. So she was at Impact Weekend. It was That's really cool. cool. Oh, not um, you being too famous that you're like, yeah, I don't know you. You're not on the roster. <laughs> Please leave me alone. No, just um, okay, so like she said, she is a business coach. And so if it's cool, I actually want to start there because I just think it's a really uh, phenomenal story from start to finish on not really like how we met, but um, how we came into uh, each other's, you know, vortexes. So mm -hmm. I actually hired you because, uh, what was that, 2021? Mm -hmm. yep. because I was struggling with I knew I had something good but I couldn't find my people so mm -hmm. we started working together to literally master my message right? and I just blew out blew it out the water I was like I'm gonna just keep using this can you talk to me a little bit when you first met me truly and you heard what I did you remember the price point and what I did what were you thinking about like our agency services and what do you remember from 2021 on what we offered yeah I remember us having a conversation and I remember thinking like, man, I really hope she <laughs> invests in my program because I'm like, she can really impact a lot of people. So I hope, you know, she doesn't shrink. And by the grace of God, I think you did end up enrolling that day or the next day. And I was like, she has something here. Like she knows what she's talking about. She has, you know, the education to be able to give out to people. And then you did have the agency as well. And you did test out both. And I know you've been yes. going about like, you know, we canceling coaching programs and all of that, but it was cool because you had the knowledge and it was just like, we have to increase the price point. And we did work on the messaging for that too. But I am glad that you increased the price point because I think that pricing is a positioning strategy as well. And I think that there might have been people who were following you that might have been nervous at $1,000 or less. Like, who's about to help me 
get all these real estate properties for a thousand dollars then when you increased your rates it's like okay now i trust her now i believe her because the value was matching up with the price point no, no that's that's literally exactly what happened my client marissa she she joined us after i changed my messaging with maya she bought 10 properties in 100 days and she cash flows every year $117,000 in rental income. And I remember like it was yesterday, what she said to me was, I was following you when you were like a thousand, I think you were like free. And I said, oh, I, she doesn't do what I need. And then I kept following and, I, and it was the same thing, right? I never changed what I did. I had the program that we tested in, in one quarter, but I always had the agency model and she literally didn't trust it at $1,000. She turned around and paid tens of thousands, right? Um, for the exact same model. So that pricing is a positioning thing um, was, was a huge unlock to me. I think Maya, what I, and we'll, we'll position over to you in just a second. I think one of the things, my biggest unlocks was I had to stop being afraid to, um, that I was going to outprice the people that I wanted to serve, right? Right. So I, I kept doing like real estate favors and it's, you can't run a business on favors. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just do this for free. And I'm gonna teach this for over here for five cent. And um, I had a lot of guilt because I, I'm a section eight kid, right? I'm, I've come from a low income family. Mm. So I had a lot of guilt on being high ticket. If we can stay with built to impact really quickly, how did, I know how I got my unlock, but how do you consistently unlock women from feeling guilty about going high ticket and then them doing it confidently like I was able yeah. to do? Yeah, I think that's such a great question. I think a lot of women dealt with the same kind of like fear and guilt that you dealt with in terms of like, well, I was a Section 8 kid and I really want to help people. And I let my clients know that more people buying your stuff doesn't mean more impact. Right. Because we think, oh, if I sell it for, you know, $400, that means more people will buy it. But when you recognize the quality of clients that you get at 300, 400 versus the quality of clients that you get at 5K, 10K, 15K, 20K, the quality of client is different, meaning the depth of impact is different because it's easier to throw away $400. It's a little harder to throw away $15,000. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes we say, but the people that I want to work with, and it's like, no, the people that you want to work with are the people that you want to impact. And the people that you want to yeah. impact are the people who are going to do the work. And the people who are going to do the work are the people who are making an investment that even makes them sweat a little bit, right? It's not yeah. about trying to go after people's pockets. It's not about trying to overprice. It's about getting people to stretch their minds first with that investment. So that way they can show up with the other areas you're going to have to stretch them um, whether it's in business coaching, real estate coaching, whatever it is. That's so, so good. I, I, I definitely resonate with that, you guys. So in Maya's program, she was able to see the evolution, really, um, of us testing these things out, um, of us changing our prices, attracting an entirely, entirely different client. I'd say 99.9% .9 of the clients I serve today, I absolutely love. I would go to dinner with, I would hang out with. When I was at $1,000 a year, you guys, I was charging $1,000 for 12 months of services, and I'm not exaggerating. Um, I literally wanted to murder myself. <laughs> right, yeah. And I don't want to work with people that I pity either. It's like, Ooh. I don't need the stocks. I don't need all of this. So good. I just want you to win, and I want us to, I want my clients to be on the same level as me. You know what I sure. mean? I don't want to work with anybody where they're always like, am I beneath? And they're just not making great decisions That's so yeah so good um and then for the the girlies on here they're like well i still want to serve you know the people down 
down below or whatever we want to call it, people that can't afford me. What I found in that Maya is that I now teach for free. So I don't sell any courses. I don't sell any classes. Anytime I launch something, you can join all the things for free. And I can't tell you how many times people that DM me and say, been following you for a year. I just closed on my property. I came to a $900 event and I just closed on a duplex. So yeah. you can still serve, but to work with me one-to-one is, is got a, um, I got a crap. Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> um, so you, so let's pivot just a little bit. I just wanted to give people backstory that I was first a client of yours and learned so much. My first year with you, I did $498,000. I did about 70% of that in um, the quarter that we worked together um, because I launched the program. Although I don't have that program anymore, I took those same templates. Me and Caleb were just looking at them last week. I was like, yeah, I'll use this question. Yeah. I took those same templates and relaunched an agency offer in 10x to my, my price point. Um, and then last year we hit 1.3 million. And it would be insane for me not to say that 50% of how I was doing the things and showing up confidently was because I was in Maya's camp, right? So um, always giving credit to yes kayla we listen we'll get it out yeah. Girl, jump on facetime let's, let's call i'm done <laughs> i just want to let them know too like Please. when i became, i shouldn't become a client before i had you increase your rates i'm like i love finding service providers before they know they work and i'm like damn i gabby charged me the full price okay <laughs> gabby how gabby is speaking highly of me i'm like can you speak highly of me with a discount but no gabby was like girl whatever the price was and then i was like the full price plus like a 500 and I was like, man, but you ain't even gonna let me pass on this 500 because our team was like, we surely will not be moving forward with your account until you miss $500, man. I'm like, bro. Yes. So. That was hilarious. Yes. So Maya paid, yeah, she paid the full, at the time it was $15,500 and she paid 15000 and my team was like, oh, you missed the five. <laughs> he was like, really? You didn't say, I actually forgot because one day I'll just roll over and be like, the price is twenty seven hundred, twenty seven thousand. Right, yeah. Like I just change it whenever I honestly feel like it every couple yeah. months. Okay. So um, one of the things that stuck with me that you said was, this was like twenty twenty one. You said I'm gonna increase my prices until somebody punches me in the face. <laughs> That's what you said. And I, I stand by that. Um, so let's talk about real estate. So you saw what we were able to do. You you know you got a glimpse into the impact. Was able to see the impact because I was a client, and then you were already making money in the coaching space on social media all of these different um, your live events my question for you is you didn't really need the income and don't need the income for from investment properties so why did you choose to invest what was your why yeah my why was because i really started thinking about a long game i think when it comes to coaching you know providing online services it's it's an easy quick win right i can invest in a coach and make that 10x i can you know do a webinar and make the money back do a challenge make the money back and i love being able to do that but i'm like if i ever wanted to throw all of this away what would i be able to have yeah and you know when you're first starting out in the coaching space or at least for me it's like i loved it so much i could see myself doing it forever mm -hmm. you know i started in this space when i was 18 i started coaching full-time when i was 24 25 now i'm 32 so seven years of doing this you know full-time as a coach i'm like okay but what is the end game i started to think about retirement and i'm like if i don't find a different way to make money outside of this then i'm going to become a slave to this and i don't like to be controlled by money if this is the only way i can make money then i'm actually a slave to my business and i don't want to be wow. a slave to 
anything. So I'm like, okay, I need to figure out, do I want to do stocks? Do I want to do real estate? Do I want to do it all? But I'm going to figure out how to make money in different ways. So if I ever want to be like, I'm done with coaching, I could be like, got me done coming up with, you know, 10 properties in 12 months. So that's, that's really what was on my mind. No, that's so good. And I, I love that because I think a lot of, we, we have a lot of influencer clients, quite a few. And I love when you guys have that aha moment, like the money is good. And it's not that question for me is like, for how long? It's just like, but then what? Like good money that you work for and good money that you invested, it's just a different feeling. It's just, it's just a totally different feeling. We, me and my husband were doing our accounts um, Friday, a couple of days ago. And we just had thousands of dollars from rental income. I was like, what is this? Mm. He's like, this is rental. Because it's just something I don't even have to think right. about. And so that's the luxury behind investing. You're yeah. setting yourself up for something now, but it's the payoff later. And so I love that you were able to see the vision in that and make the decision. Yeah. But before we got there, um, can you talk to us a little bit, bit about fear? You knew me, so you know I'm not going to scam you on all of these things. But Maya, <laughs> I get a lot of people a lot of people that say, is this a scam? So did you have any of those fears, not about scamming, but just anything around what ifs before getting started? Yeah, I mean, I really didn't know anything about real estate. I was like, do I need to do the LLC first? Am I allowed to take money from my business to buy the property? Do I need to pay myself personally to be able to afford it? So there was a lot of questions that I didn't have. Um, and I think you and I had even talked about your messaging around this, like the day that I purchased, cause I'm like, well, here's what's going through my mind, you know, with me kind of hesitating to, to move forward. So I think it was just really just a knowledge gap for me. It was like, you hear people talking about wealth building, you hear people talking about real estate and passive income. And you're like, but how does it work? Like, what, what is the practical way of how it works? Do I just get up one day and I go find a house and I offer somebody money? And so when you explain the process of how your team pretty much handles everything and you explain any of the acronyms to me, I'm like, okay, it's starting to like make a little bit more sense. And I think too, I didn't need to have all of the answers. I just wanted some understanding because you have, you know, education sure. once you know, we become an agency client. So whether I was tech, you know, texting or emailing somebody on your team, like, hey, do I need this or what should I do? Um, you guys provided a lot of ease and knowledge even as I was a client. So I didn't need to know all the answers up front. So that yeah. was comforting too. I love that. Um, and the fear that you had to overcome, I think a little bit of what I hear you saying is, yeah, I learned things along the way, but eventually you just had to kind of like trust. Mm -hmm. I think the unique thing about real estate is that we can talk until we're blue in the face. The deal you get tomorrow won't match anything I just said. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, my bad. bad. None of that applies. We got to do this route. Yeah. So the trust is another component. Did you ever struggle with kind of trusting somebody long distance with your money, your property? You've never seen, you know, your first asset. How have you felt, you know, in that process of not, not seeing this property, not meeting the tenant and, and not really having control? I, that was actually the best part. It was like, why would I want to? Like, I'm already hands on enough in my business. Why would I say, oh, I want the long game and I want passive income to try to be hands on? Like, what do I look like hopping on a plane to go meet the person? I don't need to meet you. Just, yeah. girl, you pay your rent on time. If not, you deal with the property manager. Yep. So I actually felt great about right. that. I did not feel about that at all. I felt a million times better that I didn't have to deal with that. Oh, very good. <laughs> okay, that's what's up. I didn't know that. Okay, I was like, oh, she's going to be like, Hold on, what's the lady's name and all the things? Because we do have clients that come into the space, you guys, and it seems pure and innocent, but um, 
it's fear. Fear masquerades as so many things. And oftentimes the fruit of fear is control. Mm -hmm. And so we have clients that run background checks on their tenants. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is a lot. Um, yeah. You know, so I love that you were able to see the value and say, this is, this is actually what I need as a high performing, you know, CEO that's extremely busy. You and, and others like you that we have as clients, y'all need the full agency support chat. You may disappear for a couple of weeks, go to Mexico. We like, Lord, let's, let's just I, paint. I think she had like I did the investment while I was in Mexico for two weeks. I'm like, <laughs> I might as well do it while I'm here. But yeah, and I think it's CEO in me where I'm like, I don't want to touch anything, but I can understand the other point of view where it's like, if this is going to be the thing, like if you work a nine to five and you're using some of your money to like, you know, get into real estate and you're thinking, man, if this goes left, then I'm still relying on my nine to five. And, you yeah. know, maybe some people want to feel like, oh, I'm connected to a story of the person who's living in the house. I'm connected to, are you paying the rent <laughs> time? <laughs> Everybody's why is different, okay? <laughs> That's big facts. I, you know what? I'd be like, I don't really get it. I, I respect the people that want to, I, you know, I really want Section 8 tenants or I really want single moms you guys legally there are legal things that landlords cannot do and a lot of y'all be right there on the line and, and legally I have to report you when you say you only want elders or you don't want elders or you only want people with two kids or less you legally cannot landlord that way so being hands-off is the best um definitely the best approach yeah. Maya one of the other things that people struggle with when they think about investing long distance a lot of people have fear that okay I don't get to see the property when they present something to me, how do I know if I'm going to like it? I, in my mind, and maybe I'm wrong, but I, I feel that people think whatever we give you, you have to buy. Mm. Can you talk a little bit about like deal presentation and your realtor experience within the agency and accessibility and so forth? <laughs> yeah. I mean, first of all, I think you guys had so much grace, grace and patience. It was like, you guys would present me something. I would respond a week later and it's like, girl, we don't sell this to another client because you're not moving quick enough. So that's first. Then you would present me something. I'd be like, okay, we put in the offer. And I'm like, never mind. I don't want it. You guys are like, fine, we'll give it to another client. So I think it was just kind of like, listen, we're trying to help you. You guys don't really operate where like you're taking things personally. It's like, we want to give you what we feel is the best, but you, you know, you have the responsibility of accepting it. So I think it was great because also with your agency, how you advertise, like, listen, we're getting properties for 60, 70, 80, $90,000, right? It's not one of those things where it's like, well, there's 70, you know, there's only seven properties in St. Louis that are at this point. It's like, y'all know where they all are. So if I pass up on five, you probably have another 10 more that's waiting. Right. So I think that's the thing. Like, you guys aren't operating with the scarcity. And so I don't have to operate with this fear of like, oh, I have to feel like I'm settling or I'm not really that excited about it. I know that if I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling this, that you guys will say, well, tell me. Tell me exactly why so we know what to look for look for for you and what to present to you so we can just save your time. No, that's so good. And that's exactly how we kind of ran your file. And like I said, a few others just like um, within is how busy you guys are. So with your file, it was like, okay, Maya is saying no. Let's see why. I really don't lose sleep when clients say no. I, I say no to 50 properties before you see the one anyway. Mm -hmm. Deal presentation, you guys, if you don't know, the deals from my realtor team come to me first. I approve it for whichever client they're presenting it for. Mm. Plenty of times they'll say, I think this is for Maya. I said, that's not for Maya. Send that to 
Ola Sun in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Ola Sun. Um, so, yeah, send that to, you know, the other Mari Cougar. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> sorry for you too. No, but, so I, I really get a good feel of the client's spirit. And so I know what 70% of the time is going to work. So deal presentation comes to me. Then it goes to the client. Once the client says no, we just want to know why. Was it ugly? Was it too much? Was it too cheap? Yeah. you not like its name. Like, what was it that made it a no so that we can present better and stronger and faster? So, yeah. um, <laughs> I was going to say, I think it was really good that I think you did maybe a webinar or a challenge that it was called like something like, uh, pretty doesn't mean paid or something like that. And that was one of the things that I even had to learn because, you know, if y'all follow me and you see me do my little walkthrough in my house, like when I bought my house, it wasn't older, it wasn't a fixer upper, but I still changed a lot of things because I love good aesthetic. And it's like, girl, you're not living in this house. It doesn't need to be cute. If somebody is willing to move in and pay rent here, you don't need like, I remember one property y'all sent me, and it was like, why is the kitchen floor and the dining room table and the bathroom all different floors? It's not making sense for me. Pass. And then <laughs> we did pass on it for you. Like, girl, none of that stuff matters. Like, it's livable. It's fine. And somebody will move in happily. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, Maya definitely had, we call her Hillary Banks, and we call her Princess Maya at the agency. They're like, is this? I'm like, now you know, Princess, she is not about to say that. You're right. Let me go find something else. So um, we oh, try to yeah. present, like, let's find my brick properties. That way, if it's a little, we can power wash before you come to town. Um, <laughs> versus the vinyl, get the, the, the green stuff on the side. <laughs> and, but um, so you guys teach us through deal presentation and being available via text, email, call. Um, that's the other thing, Maya, I feel like people I've heard before, I, you know, I don't want to join your agency. I feel like you have so many clients that you'll forget about me or, um, you know, how will you remember, you know, who I am or remember to send me a property. Did you ever feel like we weren't serving you or can you speak to like the accessibility that JoJo is like, please answer. <laughs> actually, you are the, you Right. I'm actually, I'm like, I'm just glad y'all didn't fire me. Like y'all need a policy. If you don't answer us within five business days, we're cutting you as a client and you're not getting that extra $500 back that you had a, <laughs> not even extra that you just really owed us. Right. But um, no, the communication was great. It was like, you would send me something, then you would follow up, you would follow up, you would follow up. Um, to make sure that I saw it because you guys really genuinely wanted me to be able to get the deal and do it in a timely manner. You guys answered questions. So it was definitely, if there was any lack of communication, it was 150% me because I might just be overwhelmed or whatever it is. But again, because you guys have so much patience and you're willing to follow up and provide context, it was really, really helpful. And then if I had a question, like there was an immediate response, right? So within 24 hours, I would get a response. Sure. So I was never in a place where I felt like I was in limbo or didn't know what was going on. Very good. So the, I want to pivot to your off your door that you purchased with us. But I think the last thing I want to, do you remember what the funding process was like? That's another fear people have is like, oh, what if the lender, I think we, as a culture, we just are f afraid of credit score, loans, yeah. money, even money. Yeah. Um, so can you talk to the people about the funding process? We have our own lenders that we like pair you with. How was that experience using one of our guys? Yeah. I mean, I think that that experience was unique because of me again. So I don't know if you remember my specific story, but it's like, y'all, if I can get funding, then you can get funding. <laughs> So I already have, you know, I have a home that I own that I, I'm paying mortgage on now, but <laughs> I'm a millennial, you guys. And so what happened is my uh, mortgage company for my home that I have here in Atlanta, 
they switched to a different company. And so my assumption was, okay, when they switched it to a different company, they're going to switch the, uh, the auto payment over and they did not switch the auto payment. So for six months, I did not pay my mortgage and I had no idea. Mm -hmm. And one of my friends was like, do you just have that much money in your account that you don't know that your mortgage is not being drafted? And I'm like, I just didn't know. So I see the pink slip or whatever, and I'm getting all of these calls. So I eventually called them like, why are y'all harassing me? They're like, girl, you owe us like $12,000. Like, why have you not paid your mortgage? And I'm like, well, shoot, y'all should have emailed me because I wasn't getting any notifications. Like, guys, I'm a millennial. I'm not answering the phone if it's not call and i'm not checking my mail and so i kind of played myself with that so because i didn't pay my own mortgage for six months even though i paid it all in full when i found out when i did work with your lenders they were like hey here's the situation technically you were in a pre-foreclosure pre girl they was about to take your house <laughs> so what the bank is not about to do is just give you a whole nother mortgage so i was like dang what can we do so they gave me some advice we were able to take like maybe two or three months off of there and then i needed to wait maybe like two months and uh they were like okay let's just wait two months we get this off of your credit or your record or whatever and then we will be able to approve you for a mortgage so even the fact that it wasn't a streamlined process that they could help me through my own personal stuff yep. that i had going on that was really helpful rather than it being like well you go figure out your stuff and then come back to us when you figure it out it was like no we want to explain to you what's going on we will tell you what to tell to your mortgage company we'll tell you what to say to the credit bureau here's the letter you need to write and so we got that taken care of and then they were able to you know approve me tell me exactly what files they needed and we were able to finally move forward and get me a place yes um, that was the other unique thing about you. Your credit score was really high, right? It, yeah, I think it was. It was definitely at least high uh, 700s. And so with the high credit score, and this is why I tell people all the time, credit is is not the strongest factor. Like y'all think credit be happy y'all in the chokehold, just just wearing y'all out. Baby, if y'all knew my credit score, y'all would, everybody be logged off. <laughs> so credit score, especially when you get certain loans that we have that our lenders provide, Maya had a high credit score. I'm almost certain your credit score was, like you said, 700s or more. But you couldn't get approved because we're not just looking at the credit yeah. score. The bank is saying, how lendable, how, how can I trust this person with anything more? And then they look at the history of the lender, right, or the lendee. So yeah. um, definitely that credit score thing somebody put on here, like fear of the lender. And a lot of us are looking at the score. The lender is looking at FICO and looking at the health, mm -hmm. right? So Maya had a great score for portrayed as great and then when we went inside we we're like the lady the lady <laughs> the, health was, the health was real iffy <laughs> you said what i said the health was real iffy yeah not not you on your sick uh, on your sick bed right like, we had to revive this so we did have to pause and that's the other thing that's unique a lot of people um you know what my i think i'm so blessed because i work this business with passion um integrity and and um and god is really the ceo and so i handle people like people but people are so scarred from other business styles and just like a corporate setting and so they think if i can't do it then she's gonna just chop my head off you know and, and they don't they they don't realize the grace that happens we had another client in new york you guys miss elvita i love her story she came to us did not know her credit score was a 651 mm -hmm. for about two and a half months we got her credit score up to a 750 and she bought two doors like those are the types of things that we're able to do when you get on the other side of the paywall i can only do so much when one million of y'all dm me and send me four thousand text messages i can't do the things until i'm able to sit with the financial health and say let me make a few calls to my lenders mm -hmm. so i was grateful that you were on the other side so we could actually help 
both your house in Atlanta yeah. and um, your new outfit. Right. <laughs> He's saving the um. Right. The <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> what the girl told the girlies? Like, y'all, wait. Ma'am, you are not my primary residence hidden repos. <laughs> Max is um is having a fit, okay? I'm like, I don't know how this happened. Um, no, but yeah, the agency definitely saved the day. That was like God. <laughs> I don't know if you would have known, Maya. Until they knocked knock on the door. Like, watch my They did knock on the door. I'm like, who the hell is at my door? Like, girl, you almost a house. Like, what do you mean? They knocked on your door? I guess they did. But I don't check my door. I don't. She has strangers <laughs> out there, so. Right, <laughs> I didn't know that part. Yeah, so we were able to get the lady all together out of free foreclosure with her house is good, and then she closed on your house in St. Louis. You made a personal goal. Um, you you shared a while back on your page to get your first property in the first quarter of the year. Can you talk to? Was that just kind of like a general goal, or what made you say I want to do this in the first ninety days of twenty twenty three? Yeah, because I didn't want to have a generic. 2023 goal you know what i mean like oftentimes we set this goal and then we try to wait until december to hit the goal and it's like no if i'm setting the goal like let's do it within the first 90 days um and i also knew how my business was operating when i would be busy when i would be getting more cash flow so mm. it's like girl when you have the money do it right like, yeah even you just hit me i'm like girl i got this refund let's do it <laughs> so it's like if you have the money do it i tried to make tight deadlines because i don't I'm human. I don't want to talk myself out of anything. And it's so easy for us to talk ourselves out of things. So that's why I'm like, first 90 days, let's get it. When I set goals, if we, let's try to do this in 60 or 90 days. And I had already wasted so much time with the whole, you know, mortgage thing. So I'm like, let's not waste any more time. Yeah, I love how streamlined that was. And it was, it was a realistic goal, but it was tight. That was a tight goal, 90 days to do everything. Mm -hmm. So JoJo was your realtor. She was able to find you your door. And um, that's the other thing that I love about what we do. I, I mean, I love our whole process. Just because the price is, the price doesn't mean that's what you're going to close at. So mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember your numbers. I could probably find them and pull them up. Yeah. But you... Um, I think it was originally 65, 65.5, and then she negotiated it down to 59. Yep, 50. So closing a door in 2023, under $60,000. Tenant was already in place. We have an exit strategy. Should we need to replace the tenant? Like, we were like, here's my thing. Every 60 days, we're going to follow up with this. Like, we did all of the strategy, both before we close, and then what the worst case scenarios after we already have the, almost like your chessboard set up. Mm -hmm. So if the lady is the, you know, not paying, checkmate, and we're going to do what we need to do. Yeah. Um, how did you feel? Another thing people think, too, Maya, people think that they can't afford me because when they buy a house, they have to do a rehab. How did you feel buying a house with a tenant in place, no rehab needed out the gate, and the money comes in on the first? Yeah. Did you that? I felt good because, you know I mean, I'm very low maintenance. And so y'all took care of everything, which is what I needed. So it was just like, hey, we got this house. Not only did we get it for 6000 under asking, but we already have somebody in there for you. So there was such, there was really no gap from buying the house and trying to find a tenant. And you guys gave me options. You're like, hey, you know, if you decide not to move forward with this tenant and you want to do a rehab, you know, that's fine too. So I, I like that options are presented to me. So I don't feel like I'm ever in a box when I'm making decisions about my investment properties. I love it. So I think what some of my last questions is, what, um, what's your next plan? So we, we're in Q2. What would you like to see? Let me try to get you to commit to some doors. <laughs> right. 
Let me not play myself. Somebody in here said I'd be talking myself out of stuff. Don't talk yourself out outside of stuff. Like Gabby texted me maybe three, four weeks ago. I was like, hey, we got this property. It's like 65000 65, or something. I'm like, wait, I'm not. No, I, I, I told the team member, I'm not going to be ready until June. And then like a week and a half later, I was like, just kidding. And she's like, oh, that, that property's gone. Pretty much like how our entire relationship has been with me as a client. Like, oh, just kidding. Like, girl, it's gone because we have other people who are willing to do the work. So uh, next steps is saying yes to whatever property is presented to me. <laughs> Love it. So we're definitely going to find you a property this. And that was off market too. I was like, this is my, I couldn't believe it. But it's okay. Well, what's meant for you is meant for you. <laughs> Lady is crazy. <laughs> now you're trying to be a motivational speaker. <laughs> um, I'm like, answer the phone. No, but no, it, we're definitely going to find your property this quarter, um, especially um, at the price range uh, that we have and the, the doors that are coming in. And then just the strategy to buy cash is going to make your offer just 10 times more attractive than um, anything with a loan. So you, you'll find a door no problem this quarter. Yeah. Um, I think my last question for you, if you guys have any questions, throw it in the chat for Maya is, uh, the people, the girlies are on the fence. The girlies stay on the fence with me. The girlies stay in fear. Um, we looked at our, we looked at our data from last year and it takes clients 76 days to join the agency. And they usually join three webinars before they join. Mm. And so in those 76 days, interest rate is going up. Prices is going up. I'm going up. Um, <laughs> what would you say to, <laughs> what would you say to the girls that are like, I, I got off the call with somebody just a minute ago. They're like, I'm going to get on the call with you and Maya. Didn't pay the invoice. I'm like, <laughs> when I got off the call with Maya, it's more. Just, just I'm not. Um, <laughs> but what would you say to people that are still on the fence? They have a fear of all things unknown and, you know, they don't know me. Um, what, what would that coaching look like for, for the girlies? Yeah, I would say just stop wasting time. Like, what is the point of wasting time and become a decisive person? Like, if you want to build wealth, you have to be a decisive person. Sitting around waiting around for 76 days doesn't make sense. It damn sure doesn't make any money. Mm -hmm. So when you're thinking about making this investment, if you are really thinking like an investor, if you're really thinking like a wealth builder, you cannot think, oh, I'm giving my money away. You have to think about what you're receiving. When I paid Gabby, I thought about what I was going to receive. Not even just a property. If I had only done one property with Gabby, at least I learned the process if I wanted to do it again in the yep. future. So this is a long game decision. This is not, oh, I paid Gabby how much ever and you know, now she has my money. It's like, no, Gabby's team is going to genuinely support you to make sure that you have what you need, whether you get one property or you get 10. Obviously, the more properties you get, the better the investment is going to be. But if you get one, you will understand the entire process to be able to do this year after year after year. I wouldn't recommend doing it on your own. I would just keep paying her. But just get to it. Like, you don't want to waste any time. You have to be a decisive person. The other thing I would say is, if you struggle with making decisions, you're responsible for saying, what information do I need to confidently give a yes or confidently give a no? This yeah. whole, I need to think about it. I need to pray about it. All of that stuff. It's like, you need to pray about making money. Yeah. You need to pray about building your wealth. Like the word already says what the word says, right? Mm -hmm. So you say, what questions do I need answer to confidently say yes to this decision and show up to calls with Gabby with those questions? Don't show up with just trying to pick her brain or trying to get a little bit of information. I just want to hear about the agency. Like, you know about the agency. You see all the ones that she's posting every day or every single week. So go and ask the questions that you need to say, yes, I'm ready to show up as an investor because we're not going to convince you. 
We don't need to convince people to win, right? It's like, Gabby's good. If nobody else purchased from her agency, she has her properties, yep. right? So we're really trying to make sure that you are set up for a win. And so now you just have to show up and say, yes, I'm committed to winning. I love that. I love that. That's all mindset, you guys. That's all mindset. And I love the fact that you said, be a decisive person. This back and forth, you know, is, it seems extremely miserable. The only reason why I didn't pay you sooner was because I was poor. I'm talking about people that I'm on the Zoom with them and they have $100,000. And I'm like, help me. You know, I'm just kind of, you know, let me just, let me talk to my husband one more time. Right. And the other thing people, people forget is that I make the decision who becomes a client. There's no link out there that you can just pay. And then I wake up and I have four clients. I literally right. handpick every client yeah. and I the nose. So that, that back and forthness um, in the funnel for 400 years, I, you, I say no to clients. I say no to clients every month. I'm just like, it's just, I really want to love the people that I serve. Yep. And so if you want to show, if you know that this is the decision you need to make, because I believe that I'm called to serve certain people, it's just without question. Yeah. Um, you definitely want to be obedient to get the call that's on, um, that you feel in your heart for sure. 100%. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, I mean, Gabby and them have such a great system. Like we were talking about how, you know, I signed on, I had the issue where I couldn't get the funding because of my mistake, not anything on their team. And so instead of like, me feeling like, Oh, my God, I can't do this. Maybe this is the sign, whatever. It was like, hey, we'll just reach out in a couple months. So they make a note on my file, yep. and they follow up with me in a couple months. Like, it was actually one month before they knew I would be able to get the funding. That's when they started reaching back out so I could get in the habit of responding, opening <laughs> up their email. They started sending me uh, property. So they have your back. Like that, I really describe this and I hope this doesn't devalue it. But for me, like, cause I really value project managers. Mm. To me, the like, project management for my real estate portfolio. Yeah. Like I don't have anything to worry about the entire team for the project of Maya Elias build, building her real estate portfolio, that's what it felt like. So if you're looking for a team to manage the projects of you getting your real estate property, this is the team to work with. I love that. Thank you so much, Maya, for jumping on. Um, congratulations on your first property. I'm super excited to get you. I'm trying to get you as many as I can get and, Yeah. Let's do this again when I get my second property okay, yeah. so we can see if I ran into any bumps again. <laughs> Got you. Um, yes, thank you for joining. Um, I'm going to give you back the rest of your time unless a question pops in really quickly. Um, I appreciate you. You know, I have nothing but love for you being in your program, being obedient to, can I use the word obedient? Being obedient to, you know, what you teach has drastically changed my life. Mm -hmm. And super, super grateful for you um, being obedient to the calling that's on your life to teach women like me to level up. And so thank you again. Thank you so much. Bye, y'all. Thank Bye. you. Thank you for joining us here on this episode of Keys to Your First Rental. We hope you found these authentic stories from everyday people valuable and inspiring. If you know you're ready to get the keys to your first rental, we want to meet you. Head to www.workwithbay.com. Complete the quick intake form, and our team will review your details and set you up with next steps. That's it for now. Remember... The keys to your first rental are much closer than you think.